Thanks for listening to the Kojima Frequency. If you're enjoying the show and want to help support it, make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash Kojima Freak. Uh, Unmetal's a good time. Yeah, and, and, and I do think the gameplay's really good, and I, I've said this before, but I, I just don't like that it's forced non-lethal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did get to that point where you've got to, like, revive people if you shoot them and shit. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's that's a novel device, but I hate it. Like. <laughs> I get, I get, I get that he was, he was, he was writing the game based around his own like beliefs. He shouldn't kill people, shouldn't harm animals, th- that that kind of thing. But like at the same time, you know, you're not every player, and every player having the choice to do that or not, and then being rewarded for not doing that is much better than saying, "No, this is how this universe works. You can't kill anyone." Well, the worst part is that it was using up your fucking health kits that you would use to heal. So you're like, ah. I don't want to use this. This is for me, yeah. damn it. Yeah. I'm on like a streamer pack, Angelus, on the PC version. You have to enter a cheat code and then I replace a character in every level. It would have been so much better, though, if I had introduced you to Doug Walker before you made recordings <laughs> run metal. <laughs> no, it would. No, it would not have. <laughs> would that have influenced the overall uh, performance, you think? Uh, yes, it would have. Yeah. <laughs> I might have done a fucking Dracula impression the whole time. <laughs> hey, I'm Fingers. Yo, it's Apache Smash. Hey, everyone. This is Days Ahead. And I'm Nitroid. You're listening to the Kojima Frequency. Ah, happy 35th, everybody. Yeah. Metal Gear as a uh, as a whole ass franchise here. Yeah, 35 years is a long time. And we got the uh we got the news that they are going to bring the games back to the store at some point. Uh <laughs> so the games the HD collection of two and three uh was on some digital stores for consoles that are not modern or relevant anymore um <laughs> and they were taken off very unceremoniously i think what was it was it a year ago at this point maybe a little bit over that yeah like yep it wasn't more than a year no way what, what have <laughs> i been doing playing final fantasy 14 true true was it more than a year ago though serious holy shit let's see i'm gonna look it up actually just to uh, Konami D-list Metal Gear remasters due to rights. So that was November. Okay. Okay. Thank. So it wasn't one. Okay. <laughs> thank fuck. Holy and shit. The, that and w- the announcement of them bringing it back was just as unceremonious too, right? Like it was just yeah. some tweet that was. I don't think it was even translated. Like y'all had to like inform me on that one. It was, but it was like, there was like a two day delay <laughs> between the news and then. I guess I guess that's the thing with it being a Japanese company, but I don't know. It feels like no one is on the ball with this stuff, and there was no warning that they were going to be taken down either. There was no thing ahead of time where like, oh, these games are getting taken down. Yeah. You know, buy them quick, buy them quick. It was like they're not on the store anymore. We hope to have them back soon, and then we hit the thirty fifth anniversary of Metal Gear, like the thirty five years in the making, and they're like, yeah, we're going to bring the games back at some point. Uh, yeah. It did feel kind of shitty, and like I do hope they bring them back. Like, I I, I hope that is 
that is what they're actually working on and they're going to bring it back like that's good but it does feel kind of shitty that that that, that was how we celebrated 35 yeah, years like, you might get them back sometime like <laughs> and the, like the tweet says like we ask for your patience as preparations are underway to make the temporarily removed titles available again so that's just like we have no clue what stage they're in with that that could be like a year from now that could be next month i don't know exactly like what the hell's going on i I think the real 35th anniversary celebration uh was your newest track fingers that's what i that's what i enjoyed most about the day yeah return of fox hounder it's a it's a banger as is so yeah i like i woke up that morning i was like oh yeah i normally do like a anniversary like cover or something and i was like just look through stuff i was like yeah i haven't done that one yet so I was actually, that was actually the morning that I recorded with Shane uh, for her Mother Base podcast. So like I woke up, worked on that for a little bit, recorded with her, and then right, wrapped that up and had it up by like early afternoon. So yeah, I like it a lot. I've been playing that one on my stream. I think I think we all did like various things on the day. Um, I completed every difficulty of Metal Gear Solid 3 back to back. Yeah, I've been I've been noticeably quiet because I don't want to admit that I didn't do shit that day, but I really enjoyed everyone's creative endeavors. You know, Fingers, your song, Apache, your streams, and then um, Nitroid had built his own little custom logo for it, which is really, really great looking. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome at that, at like perfectly doing it. And he was doing it in like a, you know, vector form too. So you can like size it up all the way as much as you want. And it'll, you know, be perfect. The, so. the amount of effort and love that went into making that, it, like it, it took him so long as well. Like, it. Yeah, y'all should have seen the group chat. It was like, what do you guys think about this? Oh, no, 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 never mind. Let me take that back. What do you think about this? Like he was really asking for input there. Once he got that positioning of that 35, it was like, there we go all came together but dude that stream that you did every difficulty well, hold on we gotta go back <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i like how you thought that was a good idea at first and then it just sort of t- tapered out very quickly it, it, like towards the end people were like oh he's not responding to chat and i'm like barely trying to hang on to like my controller um at, at one point <laughs> fingers and nitroid came into the stream and yeah, we had to dip out before. <laughs> and, I, and I was I was like, holy shit, thank God someone else is here. Like, because I I just felt like I was losing my mind by the time I got to hard. And everything was against me. My stream crashed three times. Um my my actual open my computer froze. My actual OPS crashed. Uh and then my live split broke. And I was like, holy crap, everything is against me. And that just made me feel like even more I need to I need to finish this run. Um and because the the like recordings all got messed up. I have to go back and do it again. Like I have to do it to myself again. Uh, I'm not a person who like plans things. I didn't have that planned for the 35th anniversary. I just woke up and was like, mm, I should probably do something. Let's let's do like an eight hour stream. Um, most of my streams are like two of two three hours max. So yeah, it, it was it was really tough. It was really tough. Not so much the game. I mean, the game the game's fine, but just just playing for that long is is quite difficult. Oh yeah, man. I gotta take breaks like way sooner than that. Like shit. There's so much mental energy to it too. Like yeah. you have to just your social battery is on overdrive. I feel like when you yeah, stream, it's, it's like constant playing as well, right? Because I, I do speedruns of the games. If you do story playthroughs, there's multiple times you're in the game where you can chill for like up to 15 minutes and just just you know yeah. enjoy, enjoy the the cutscenes. Like I, I 
I'm constantly skipping that. It's literally just gameplay, 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 gameplay. Um, so yeah, that it, it was it was rough, but I like learned a lot about myself, and I, I think people who came and watched enjoyed it too. So it it was well worth doing. Yeah, man, it was a good time. Yeah, I remember your, your buddy was like, "Yeah, comms had to quit before the run." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and shit. Today we had Metal Gear Two Solid Snake's birthday. Happy birthday, Metal Gear Two Solid Snake. Good game. Yeah, thirty-two. An awkward age. That it's kind of weird to celebrate, but it's fine. It's it's good. It's good enough game to be celebrated every year. I, I do like how. Um... Apache made that joke that was like Metal Gear if it stopped when it was political and then it stopped like at the verse like 10 seconds <laughs> yeah. and then like the next day Kojima tweets about Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake like yes this is a political fiction yeah. <laughs> and then he also noted that like his original plot for the story this just cracked me up and I don't know if this has been said before but he said like the original plot for the story was like yeah we were supposed to have uh, folks taking over a, a nuclear warhead facility, warhead storage facility, but they they just thought it was too uh, too much. It was it was too it was too crazy of a story to tell. So they yeah. said, no, you have to make it more solid, more grounded. And so he took that script and he just saved it for MGS one. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, you know, we could go on all about day all day about how he was ahead of his time and stuff, but it's just funny how it, it was only a few years later where it's like, yeah, this is completely fine now. <laughs> This makes complete sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, re- I really love that tweet, and I don't, I don't think there's any correlation between my political tweet and and his political tweet. Uh, I know that sometimes Hideo Kojima tweets stuff, and people think that they're sending direct messages to them, uh, but I'm not. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I dread. I, and I, I promise you, I did not make. No, that absolutely not. And I, and I, uh, I, I, that was just great. Timing. I dread the thought of him ever looking at my Twitter. Like, please do not look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Most terrifying and satisfying moments of your life can be when you're one of your heroes or some of your fan of follows you and you're like, fuck yeah. And then you realize, oh, they get to see my most vulnerable moments and shit posts. This is this isn't good. Yeah. Like, oh, God, they're going to look at it. Oh, great. This person I really respect follows me. Oh, God, they're going to actually look at what I post. <laughs> is there anything else like. The day kind of went by pretty fast. I've been packing for my trip. Was there anything else that like was happening as a result of uh the mg2 birthday not really like i don't yeah like even i didn't wake up and go like oh time for a new remix like i was just like yeah i got theme of silent snake in the bank and just kind of like retweeted <laughs> like you know just reposted that old thing and you know that actually got you know pretty well received today so also a banger i don't know that's that's just one of one of those classic games that's just like yeah we all know it's good like nobody really talks shit about metal gear 2 solid snake unless they just like hate retro games like you know it's i don't i don't think i've really seen it oh the graphics i can't stand the graphics <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah nobody that is weird nobody really talks shit about mg2 <laughs> we we, well, we know we know like nothing was going to be done for it when like not a lot was done for the 35th i certainly wasn't I, like no one was even expecting yeah, Konami to do anything for it. Like, I mean, you know, I left my like obligatory reply tweet under uh, the Metal Gear's accounts tweet today, just for like, hey, yeah, it'd be awesome if you brought up the PC. Like, maybe hit up GOG. <laughs> it really would be. Yeah, it's kind of funny that like the only modern way to play MG2 is like just barely coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have no time frame, right? Hopefully, one day. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know like 
not even saying like a date or anything like I, I don't know what I honestly don't know what's going on normally I can like hazard a guess but with this it's just there's just nothing to go on it's it's it feels very surreal it seems like they're just focused on other IPs right now like you know like Ninja Turtles is just getting all the focus and then from here out like who knows but like they and they've got their other like indie games that like crime site game which yeah it's like more complicated clue i'm not here for it i was gonna say apache i know you're getting back to uh i was gonna ask you said that you're gonna go insane if you didn't clear your world record last night for blindfold how did that work out uh my profile picture is now doug walker oh yeah that uh, makes I'm- sense I'm I'm losing my goddamn mind. I'm trying to get the tank of blindfolded world record, like before I move on to like all the other stuff I want to do. So I want to like route plan, get back into Metal Gear Solid Three, um, tons of stuff. But I'm just trapped in this tanker every single day playing a snake. <laughs> Got my blindfold on. But yesterday was a mess, right? At one point, I couldn't. I don't know where I put my blindfold. My controller stopped working. I, like I was, I was just like losing my mind over this game. Um, and every, every few minutes of doing runs, I'm taking a break to listen to Doug Walker's The Wall, and I'm just slowly going insane. But like, hopefully, I made hopefully, such a I, mistake introducing you to that man. Yeah, like I, just a week ago, I didn't know who he was, and now he's ruining my life every single day. But, um, <laughs> and I'm not even a huge fan of Pink Floyd. It's just, it's just so bad. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get the tanker blindfolded world record at the moment. Um, the the run that is world record is a seven forty three. I think I can get like a seven twenty. I've just got to get this run to come together. Um, I've also been working and stuff. I haven't just been sitting in my room doing tanker blindfolded. I've been sat in my room uh, sometimes working and sometimes doing tanker blindfolded. It's like a, it's like a fifty fifty. Um, <laughs> but like I only I thought it would be like a one day thing. I would just you know I would I would do a little bit more of the routing, figure some stuff out. And then just just go and get the run, but it hasn't worked out like that. And I'm and I'm five days in. I'm about to be six days in with no record, but I I will get it, and then I'll be free of the curse. That problem will just be another brick in the wall for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right, right now he's just comfortably numb. I am <laughs> <laughs> comfortably dug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um. Aside from you actually trying to get that world record, I know you're also a blind blindfold run evangelist. And I want you to explain this because this this whole plot is 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 bewildering me, but Okay. So in in speedrunning there are obviously games that are more popular than others and that will always be the case. There are many hundreds of people who have done runs of Mario 64. And there is like, you know, there's quite a lot of runners for Metal Gear Solid 2. We have like I think on the on the V full game leaderboard, we have a hundred people just for PC now. So it, it's pretty popular, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to some of these bigger games like Mario 64, um, Mario Sunshine, insert Mario title here. Um, they just have many hundreds more people. But I'm looking at the blindfolded gaming leaderboard. So we have we have a website for blindfolded speedrunners and uh Blindfolded Gaming tracks like number of runners for each game and it shows like the most popular titles. So the the most popular blindfolded game in the world is for some reason Super Smash Bros. Melee, uh, probably because it's got some really short runs. Um Mario 64 is second. And I thought like, wow, we've got seven runners for blindfolded MGS2. If we just get a few more, 
we can become like the most popular blindfolded speedrun game on earth and we have the benefit of having the tanker the tanker is like a very short portion of the game as you all know when when you do the speedrun uh cited it can be done in like less than six minutes but blindfolded uh current record is 743 uh, most people start out in like kind of like the 15 minute range mark but you you can learn it in one sitting so i called out all the other runners of the game and i was like listen we can make history here. We can be the most popular blindfolded speedrun game in the world. I just need all you nerds to learn this game. <laughs> and uh, I've, already, I've already had like three people pick it up. I'm just, I'm giving personal training to anyone that wants to learn it. I've made a tutorial for it. Like I, I will sit and I will get you through that tanker. All you have to do is close your eyes and think of Solid Snake. <laughs> Hit up Apache Smash if... Uh... If you want to hop in on this, and uh, we'll get you going. And uh, please look forward to my blindfold two-hour tanker run coming down the line. <laughs> the, 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 there's a guy. He's called he's called Saver. Um, he does um, blindfolded speedruns of so many games, loads of games. But he uh, he he looked at my tutorial, never playing a Metal Gear game before, and was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do this." And he got a 19 minute time. And you know, he never played Metal Gear before. He just did it in an afternoon. So any anyone can do it. I assure you, anyone can get through that tank of blindfolded. I mean, I'm gonna give the ghost battle run the first stage 35 second run a try, but I don't know about blindfolded. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's easier? <laughs> De- definitely ghost battle. <laughs> definitely ghost battle. If if you all did a, a stage one ghost battle world record, that would be really funny. I hope you all <laughs> I hope you all do it. I hope I can convince you all to do it at some point. Another cool thing from the whole blindfolded speed running is that um, Apache has found this new trick. I call it the Mike Wazowski trick, based off of Mike Wazowski from uh, Monsters Inc. And in that it covers up the Marine logo. You can you can take a picture <laughs> of the Marine logo when it's it's covered when a big ass crate is like right in front of it. It's yeah, like, so you know, you know the crate that Snake hides behind when when Ocelot t- takes over the the tanker and steals Ray. Yeah, when he when he first sees him, he moves and he hides behind that crate. In the actual room, you can just roll behind that crate and take a picture generally in the area of Ray, and the game registers it as the Marine logo's photo. So it's it's a new strat I found for Hold Three. We used to have to go all the way around and go up to the Marine logo's photo, but I found a like a position that you can get into in blindfolded where you can take a picture of. The, the back of the crate, basically, and it, mm-hmm. it comes up as the Marine logo photo. Damn. But I do love that you call it the Mike Wazowski strat. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was talking about it with Nick when he was, he was actually, it's funny because he was streaming, um, hope I'm saying this night right, Nick RP Green. He was yeah. streaming and he had that like side by side. And he admit, he was like, yeah, I want to try those, those new tricks Apache was showing. I was like, yeah, you mean the Mike Wazowski strat trick? And, uh, <laughs> That was funny, but he's also—I mean, he's—he's also kind of killing it on the blind front goal runs too. So yeah, go you, Nick. Thanks for uh, thanks for indulging us with your 750 follower goal. Yeah, he uh, he picked it up one day. I mean, he is a Metal Gear speedrun as well, but he picked it up, and on his first day, he he got like a 14 minute time. So like, yeah, it can be picked up really quickly. I was gonna say the next few topics are a bit touchy here. Do we want to address MGS Con? Or Project Mercury, or you know, Kojima. Like, yeah, we can, we can talk about those. Did everyone see that Pro- Project Mercury trailer? Yeah, 
Right, so I it randomly got posted in MGSR. It, come up, it said Metal Gear Solid 2. I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. So I open it and instantly I hear Shane's voice and I'm like, yes, what is this? <laughs> you know, it kills me because I thought it was a book like for a long time because that, that was the first thing I heard was Shane's voice. I was like, it's a book! <laughs> but no, it's a whole ass game. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're doing a game that is set before the events of Metal Gear Solid 3. Um where you play as a young boss. Uh, and, they, I mean, they, they made a great effort in that trailer to show that it was running in-engine. Um, I, I assume this is some sort of, like, I, I didn't really understand why they did it, but was it to prove that it's a playable gameplay and not like, and not like a video of the gameplay? Why, um, did they do, why did they make that choice? I don't know. I mean, I guess they're, yeah, they're just trying to show, like, proof of concept kind of right now. It is a uh, operation. Uh, it's Operation. So there's there's two trailers. Like if if you look at it, there's one from nine months ago that's Operation Cobra, and uh, then you have the most recent one that's Operation Mercury. So this is a a, a fan game. Just because we haven't said this is a fa- this is a fan made oh, yeah. game. Yeah, it's um, uh, over on Aquatic Cloud uh, is the account and like the the YouTube behind it. But and. For for sake, like just just full disclosure here. Admittedly, I am just straight up calling it Mercury Project because as someone who is interested in this and wants to see where it goes, I don't want to be partially responsible for Konami like yeah. like shitting the bed legally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean it's worth it's worth to it's worth talking about like how many of these projects not not like Konami projects, but like every single video game fan game gets shut down mm-hmm. once it reaches that pivotal point it gets to a certain point and then they just go no cut that shit out now and yeah like it happened with the uh the shadow moses project that one that was supposed to be just like virtual reality pretty much like first person and they even said like it wasn't going to be like full gameplay really it was going to be just like a a walking around looking at the environments type deal but no that that even got shut down and it's it's not even like a hey we're not making money off of this thing it's just like you're using our IP to like raise awareness of your product that isn't by us. And if people search for it, then you might come up instead of us and that's an issue. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, 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 yeah, it's a legal minefield calling it Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, I think they should just maybe call it Operation Mercury or Operation Cobra, you know, and like drop that, you know, just keep the subtitle and just drop that Metal Gear part. And then then you can tell the story that's, you know, I mean, even on Metal, like it, it did like it did its best at being like a parody. But like the people that played Metal Gear obviously were like, oh, that's this is a Metal Gear parody. Like, you know, it has like enough of the characteristics where it's not like this dude's got, you know, this guy's name is Solid Snake. It's like, no, his name's Jesse. Like, you know, that's that's, that's what they need to do here. It's like, I see what what they want to do. And like, now that we all kind of get it, it's like, all right, yeah, we get this as a Metal Gear fan game. I think they should definitely, uh, you know, just ditch that part of the title and still do this and maybe don't call her the Joy or Boss at any point. <laughs> you know, just give her another name. I mean, it would. I mean, maybe consider this an art from adversity thing. And I'm not trying to tell them how they play their to make their game, but it would be kind of interesting to see sort of like that analog, how they that analog. If we weren't able to use the, if they weren't able to use those official names, because um, I mean, the whole the Cobra unit is already pretty metaphorical and symbolic as it is. So adding that extra element, I don't know, could be an interesting change. But 
that that's if they need to change it i i like i feel bad for even bringing this up now because it's like i don't want to put a negative damper like what's gonna happen but yeah. it's just i'm constantly worried for them i i adore that someone like is like cares enough about about the story that they want to see a story told that like some it's one of the main ones that people ask for when they talk about what what could they do with another metal gear game yeah and it always like young 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 bosses like you know must be top three of the the stories people want told and it was yeah and it was one of the ones that kojima wanted to wasn't it and like they said you know it wasn't that at one point like the game that they were gonna make instead of rising like that was like another one of the routes that they were gonna possibly go at that point and and then that team was like he was like ah this is too much for that team i think i'm sure if maybe if nitroid were here he'd have a history lesson about that but (laughs) i was gonna say like we have something at least because like you have covers and stuff like that which i don't know how much overlap is there between that and like how you would handle like a music like 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 you said it's a bit of a nuance with what is like what considered parody and acceptable use and you know what they'd have an issue with and yeah so yeah with with music it's it's like the way that music rights are distributed it's like there's the recording and then there's like the composition so with me i'm not doing the same recording with a lot of like my music covers i'm but i am like following the original composition so you know there's there's certain ways where it's like okay cool that's a cover instead of remixing the official audio that's when i like that's when more legal stuff you know when i use that original recording and then try to make money off of that they're like all right that's ours actually <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, i mean none of us here are, are, are lawyers i nearly said solicitors but none of you would have known what that is uh, none, none of us here are solicitors but we're all pretty much agreeing on the fact that you can't call your game metal gear solid 2 so. yeah it's probably want to change that but i love it i love i love the idea of it i, I I'm, I'm excited to see more from them and yeah. shane's in it and yeah. wes wes is in it as well um we haven't heard wes in it yet but we know that she's in it somewhere um there's a whole list of people credited if you look at that that trailer there's a whole list of names underneath and they're, they're people from the community so it's obvious that they're doing their research into who does what and speaking to cool people i'm i'm i i, I want everything i want the world for them i really do i want the world for them yeah um it's really cool to see someone doing that. Yeah, because all it really takes at one point too is just like you know they like they start to put it out and then fucking like Kotaku is like you'll never believe how cool this Metal Gear fan game is and it's like <laughs> and you're done like you know, now people got to pirate it if they want to play it. So it's like if you want this to you know stay around and and be a game that people can download and play and like you know as long as you're not making. Uh, well, I mean, shit. You probably could actually make money off of it that way. Like, if you're if you're not using the direct assets and you know the different likenesses and shit. So, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. We'll wish them luck. Absolutely. If they come out with a book component, I'll read that too. <laughs> yeah, there's there's plenty of stories that could be told within that time frame too. Like that's a that's like a really open area that you could do a lot with, like just the philosophers and you know just the Wiseman's committee being involved, or or just the boss just doing badass World War Two era shit. You know, like it's just like a full playground to write new stories in. So okay, it's so funny. Speaking of stealth games, it's so funny because it's like I was like, what the fuck was this that fingers linked on 
the channel or the the notes. Yeah. And then I remember this, the convert critters. Yeah. I saw I saw I saw gifs of it on Tumblr. Yeah, it's this weird I mean, you know, I'm not gonna like it's not necessarily weird, but it's it's covert critter, you're just like a dinosaur, I guess. I don't know. And you're sneaking around and it's Metal Gear like gameplay. I mean, it looks, you know, pretty aesthetically like Metal Gear Solid One. And so here's the cool thing though. Apparently they did this in twelve fucking days. Yeah. So that alone is just like, okay, you know, that's we gotta definitely look at this at a different but still, I mean it, it looks really neat. It does look neat, and I'm I'm a sucker for like like I was never into the oh well, I played games back then when you know when indie games were associated with like eight bit sixteen bit graphics wasn't too into that but I appreciated it but I'm a sucker for like that low poly um, PS one thirty two bit era type look um, yeah. and Covert Critter really hits it yeah it, it it activates a certain part of the nostalgia brain just looking at the game. Yeah. It looks, it looks nuts, and yeah, 12, 12, 12 days to make this. It's it looks really good. I'm a, I'm definitely gonna give this a try. Yeah, I think that's a free download right now. It is, yeah. Play the full game free. Yeah. Yes. Between is. this and Stray, my heart is just like, ugh, with gaming right now. <laughs> too much. Too much. Cute. Have you have you started Stray yet? I haven't played it yet. One of my friends is playing through it, and he's going to let me know if it's too sad or not. And oh, then okay. once I get that yeah. confirmation, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. I never considered that. That's actually a worry. But uh, yeah, people are losing their mind over Stray in the same way people kind of went wild about Mobius. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of similarities <laughs> with the way people are acting about Stray online at the moment. I really hope that actually converts to game sales for them. Um, Maybe get Stray 2 out of it. Re-release. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of when Untitled Goose Game came out, and not just because you know the comparative and like animal playing an animal, mm-hmm. but also just like yeah, the reaction and also how they sort of enhance the gameplay. I haven't played it yet, but seeing things like being able to like trip security guards and also like you know uh, scratch up somebody's couch, which my couch looks like shit because of my cat. <laughs> but um you know little elements like that you know folks say that hey you know this game is just getting attention because it has a cat in it well you know it's not just really oh it's a cute cat but i like how they've sort of like untitled goose game added elements of being an annoying goose yeah. very intuitively it seems like stray is very intuitively adding different ways you can like effectively rp a cat yeah, I mean, you've got a dedicated meow button. I mean, you know, you can't really go wrong with yeah, well, dedicated. Untitled you know. Goose Game, Goose say, yeah, Game had that. a honk button. Exactly. Yeah. So more similarities there for sure. I think I, I will. I will give Stray a go. Yay! <laughs> no, really. I uh, I didn't <laughs> <Blindfolded> you folded run? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to get more Stray speedrunners. More representation <laughs> for Stray. Oh, Stray is, I mean, I'm putting money on Stray being at GDQ, the next GDQ. Yeah, I, I, I could definitely see that as long as as long as it's not too long, which I don't I don't think it will be. I don't, I, it's like five hours, I think. We're not counting the collectibles. So a speed run that's like four minutes. <laughs> Can you imagine like the cat, like them doing some like crazy map skip shit and like the cat just fucking like rockets meow clip, to the last meow level? Clipping. <laughs> meow like, clipping. Oh, this is, yeah, this is the meow clip. And oh, there's some weird movement tech where it's like catwalking and 
they walk backwards and it goes fast. I don't know what's going to come out, but like I'm 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 certain as well as you that that Stray is going to be at the next GTQ. I'm sure <laughs> of it. <laughs> and then we'll be right there beside it with our Palace of the Dead and or RE5 run dressed as yeah. Doug Walker. <laughs> I'll dress as Corey Taylor. <laughs> Nobody's going to fucking get this. You really have cursed me by introducing me to Doug Walker. You really have ruined my life. Uh, I won't, I'm not going to talk about it too, too much. Just because this isn't the Walker frequency. This is the Kojima frequency. Not but yet. Doug, not yet. Like, Doug, it's it's ironic, right? Because it's like, I don't, like, Doug Walker bashing is really easy. Let's Let's not kid ourselves. But there's something just so, like, weirdly nostalgic about it. Because it takes me back. Like his work never really improved to, from a technical capacity, so it's like I'm always going back to YouTube in 2008. Like it's a very reminiscent time, and I think it's I think it's really ironic that that Doug made a career out of um, you know calling out the more cringeworthy elements of old media that children used to watch because that's essentially what we've done with his entertainment now now today. Like he's literally <laughs> that old entertainment that we used to watch that just hasn't aged well. I just this is the last thing I'll say about it. And then I'll shut up forever. Is the guy's literally my display picture at the moment. Um, I, I I think there's something like so brave or so like foolhardy about taking a classic, a classic album and classic like cinematic piece. I mean, the war was an album and it was a film and it was a tour as well. Um, and 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 a lot of people like the wall, and I, like I I I'm not I'm not like a huge wall fan. I'm not a huge Pink Floyd fan or anything. But a lot of people are. They fucking love that album. Um, and just like the idea that you can not only make fun of it, but like recreate it into this jokey thing, and you can rewrite the lyrics to this entire album. And 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 make something that is because anytime you do a recreation like this, you're trying to improve, you're trying to iterate and improve on the original, right? And it's like it's the fucking wall. You're Doug Walker. Just, no, just stop. <laughs> um, it's just, it's absolutely intoxicating. It's so fascinating to me. I can't stop thinking about it. But I'm going to shut up about it now. I'm just going to insert that Anthony Fantano quote. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly sounds bad. This sounds bad. This is terrible. The singing is shit. I was going to say, if you want to cut all this non sequitur out, I do not blame you. I just, this past week, like, I was going to segue this into, like, how crazy Kojima's week's been in, but fuck that. Our week has been Doug Walker-themed, and it has been a ride. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. <laughs> yeah, Kojima has had a, a crazy past few weeks. I mean, I'm glad he's back to tweeting about, you know, Metal Gear and stuff. Um, but for a while there, he was, he was pretty quiet and, uh, it, it really sucks. The reason that he probably had to be quiet and my, my guess, and we'll go into it, but like my guess is that there was some kind of like legal gag order for him to just not make a statement for a few days. Like, I, I don't know, but that's like kind of what I think might've happened there. Yeah. But, uh, the, the basic happening of this was, uh, Shinzo Abe uh, was assassinated, and uh, of course, you know, leave it up to the internet. Good old 4chan started mixing around pictures with uh, Kojima and his various outfits, him next to uh, Che Guevara wearing a Russian hat, you know, just stuff like that, and started putting out the pictures together and associating it with him being the killer. 
And eventually news organizations picked it up and started running it. And even a Greek TV station ran it. And uh, Kojima, the, the Kojima Productions, you know, Twitter, they basically came out and said that, you know, legal action will probably be done. Yeah, it was pretty, it was more passionate than the Konami statement about putting back the games. I'll tell you that <laughs> <Yeah>. for one. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was a pretty stern statement. Like, hey, we're going to look into legal recourse for this. I mean, like you fingers, good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm not sure what exactly that entails, but I'm like, good, like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah, it really, it really made me sad. Like that was, that was just a shit day. I, I, I remember that day. I kind of imagine what it would feel like to, to, um, to open up like your social media and see your pictures being associated with like a murder that's just happened where you live. Like mm. it, it's surreal. It was. It was. It, it. It was awful. It was really awful. Yeah. And and I and I do hope they sues the shit out of them. I do hope they that they, they can't like they, they, in the future that they they kind of like check this stuff. I mean, you're supposed to report the news. You're not supposed to report things that you read on the internet. That's not yeah. news. Do some fucking research. Like what are you? What are you even for? I hate television. I hate the news. Yeah, it's I mean, so bullshit. Like the irony is just so thick here. I mean, yeah. you have the creator of fucking <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Two just being like, "Hey guys, this uh, this fake information shit on the internet's gonna get out of control," and then boom, the whole world's like broadcasting that you're a killer of the, of the president of your country and it's like all right this guy <laughs> you're just like i told, I told you guys you about guys. this yeah. it's sort of like the guy who invented the gullatine getting like his head chopped off by a gullatine <laughs> yeah um the, the, and there were, there were so many jokes to make and i just couldn't do it i, I, I was like i was like and you know I, I didn't even want to share and like there was obviously some decent jokes made of the situation especially because of what you guys were just talking about um, the yeah. creator of Metal Gear Solid Two um, was falsely accused of killing the president of uh, former prime minister of Japan. Um, it was just, it was, it was, it was so on the nose that you you can't believe it's happening while it was happening. Yeah, it's it's too on the nose. It's it's too on the nose that Kojima wouldn't wouldn't put that in his game. It's it's too far for even even him. I wonder if the person was like a Metal Gear fan. Like, it's like, did they even know? Definitely, like, definitely, hundred percent. The person who put it on, the person who posted that originally on 4chan, was making that joke, right? Surely, surely they were. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but I, I think it started as a joke, and then some like actual French politician or official was like, "This is the guy," and then that's when shit kind of got like out of hand. Not, not saying that like making light of an assassination is is always the best idea. Yeah. Uh, when shit is still going down and the information's still kind of leaking out there. But yeah, I think it was originally just sort of like, ha ha, and then it kind of went out of hand. Somebody took it with bad faith. I mean, that's really where the, the news stations have got to do their like due diligence on their end and just like run basic checks on stuff. I mean, that's, I've got the Kojima Productions tweet pulled up and it, it says, uh, you know, Kojima production strongly condemns the spread of fake news and rumors that convey false information. Uh, we do not tolerate such libel and will consider taking legal action in some cases. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like when you're at this level, it's like, yeah, this is libel and slander. Like, you know, this, this isn't playing around anymore. This is like, this is, uh, you're, you're going to get in trouble if you make these types of memes, fellas. So <laughs> chill it out. Everybody's going too crazy on the internet these days.
Uh, but uh, outside of, well, I feel like I'm saying outside of that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? But um, outside of that incident, I mean, Kojima seemed to have had a better time, you know, these past few days celebrating yeah. the 35th anniversary, tweeting out those facts about MG2. He also announced that they're doing a making of Death Stranding, which I'm really excited for. He's been posting clips from that. Uh, he got to see Thor, bought himself a Loki thing pamphlet. <laughs> he only saw Thor four. That's he was just that's it. He, that's all he had to say about it is that he saw it. So I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, what else is there? Uh, he uh, shit. He well, we already talked about him doing the uh, the spirit bomb, but it seems like he's he's on the up and up now, which is yeah. which is good. It makes me happy. Yeah, he's back to working on whatever this weird vertical monitor project is that he keeps showing him. Oh, there's another clock. Damn it. Yeah, I, uh... I don't get the clock thing. We're all going to be just, like, checking our watches, like, while we're playing games later, like, in, in a year from now, like, looking at the time all the time or something. It's going to be some weird game mechanic. I think we're all... I was going to say, I was looking for Kojima tweets to that, you know, maybe to talk about, like, how he's kind of on the up and up. And the first thing I see is um, there is a solid snake workout project or solid snake workout regimen uh, that Shane just posted. And I'm trying to lose some weight for some events in August. So I think I'm going to start doing that. So thanks, Shane. Oh, is it one of those like uh, do one of these and then do do like 20 of these type things? <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. I've seen a- that one. Yeah. 20 elbow strikes, 20 knee strikes. Yeah. I get a good thigh workout trying to recreate that like prone walking, crawling that you can do after like subsistence. Yeah, if you do it to the shop, people look at you weird. <laughs> I'm just going to the shop and then crawl the whole way. That uh, sounds like you're saying that from experience, dude. <laughs> no, I no, I never leave my house to be honest. So, <laughs> did we talk about MGS Con? We did not. Not yet. No. People are losing their fucking mind over that shit. Right? Like, yeah, that's I, another thing I, I'm like very touchy about right now because I don't know shit about it. But damn, is it caused some car- caracas? I'm just like, OK, y'all just let me know when the dates are. I'll, I'll be there. Yeah, it went from this thing is a scam to hmm, I'm not sure about the uh, socioeconomic climate of the planet at the moment, that it's really cost effective and really a good thing to do to run a convention. It's like, are you an economics expert or a fucking Metal Gear fan? <laughs> Admittedly, myself, I'm excited, but at the same time, I know how much of an uphill battle it is with, you know, your first year of cons. I mean, it's become a meme at this point. So I just like I'm just praying for Amanda. Like she's having to put this all together on top of dealing with these critics. I just want to have a good time, you know? Yeah, 100%. And like I think a lot of us in the community have just been going to her privately and saying like, "Yeah, how can we help? Like what can we do?" Like yeah. <laughs> we we all we all really want this to happen. Like how can we help to make that happen? Um and I've always liked Amanda. The first video I ever saw by Amanda, like it was so weird to see people act like she, did, like was the the worst one was like when she it was implied she was scamming people because of all the the fans that I've met in this community, she's one of the biggest. Uh, Amanda, the first video I ever saw by her was her, like she was just driving to work in a car, just explaining the entire plot of Metal Gear Solid Two. So she's driving, you know, she doesn't have any notes, and yeah. she's just recalling it all perfectly from memory. That's so awesome. the first video I ever saw, and I was like, I need to be friends with this person. She seems fucking great. 
Yeah, I mean, definitely running a con is, you know, it's a it's a huge endeavor, but she does have a lot of people that are, you know, coming in and offering support. And, you know, I, I've offered music, you know, Apache, I think you've offered, you know, doing either speed running stuff, also doing some music stuff. I'm doing back to back DJ set. I don't give a shit. That'd be fun. Whatever she needs. Whatever yeah, she needs. exactly. So, you know, I, I've got some experience with con stuff, you know, it's. It, it's definitely a lot, but you know, if you get the right people and you kind of delegate it out, you know, it's, it's, it can definitely be done. Uh, I think it'd be a blast, you know, I mean, that's, that's not something where the only thing that's similar I could maybe think is like, you know, like the metal gear and concert, you know, where like everybody kind of dresses up and, you know, shows up that way, but there's not too many dedicated metal gear events, you know? No, there's really, there's really not anything. And I, I, there was a, there was a period not even that long ago, it seems, where everyone was talking how cool it would be if it happens, and then a person says, "I'm going to try and do this," yeah. and, was, and then everyone freaked out and was like, "Don't you dare do this!" No, it was, it was just I don't know. Well, it doesn't help that like we're we're in a post Dashcon world, right? Mm. So yeah, some of that mm. apprehension, you know, just comes from the internet, like assuming that every single like con startup is going to end up like Dashcon or. or whatever yeah and that was such of like like more of a generic thing like where or like you know just like a general con you know it didn't really have like a, a big theme i guess you know where it's like metal gear can be a lot more focused and it's like okay what do we got here you know we've got the speed runners we've got you know the cosplayers we've got all these dis- different aspects of the fandom you've got artists well i think it's know. less of the the topic itself and more of the logistics right sure because the the big issue i mean they had their organizations they had their radio sh- they had i don't remember what welcome to the night Vale, doctor who avengers whatever the fuck it was i think it was just a matter of you know not having the folks with the experience needed to build that all together which I believe is an exception here because just from what y'all said it seems like there's enough folks with experience to put it together yeah that's the good thing about that being in the past is that we can look at that and go okay here's what not to do <laughs> like this didn't work no ball pits look we've all we've all watched oh there's definitely going to be a ball pit we we've we've like me and you chelsea you know we we've watched the document all the documentaries about dashcom we've watched all the documentaries about fire festival and you think about dashcon they expected seven thousand people i mean they had unreal completely unrealistic oh, expectations yeah. with no data to back it up and they just got weighing over their heads with different stuff they didn't pay anyone they expected to pay people on the day that that that, that kind of thing right there's so many huge huge mistakes and red flags and that culminated in some of the funniest stuff i've ever seen in my whole life i wish i went to dashcon I, I would have loved to have said I'd been there. And then Fire Festival, the only reason I'd, I'm, I'm you know, glad I never went to Fire Festival is people were trapped on a freaking island in the <laughs> mid, like in, in the in, in Great Exuma. Like people were literally trapped and couldn't get a flight home. If you were stuck, at, if you went to Dashcon, it was terrible. It would be hilarious. Like, am, am I wrong about that? <laughs> like, it'd be so funny. It's, I'm glad that you did mention that whole, like, their expectation being thousands of folks. Because for me, the ideal ser- scenario with MGS Con is sort of a smaller get together, maybe at a smaller venue and very, very, but still very, like, intimate. Um, so that's just me. Yeah. As, I mean, as long as, as long as she's scaling to the amount of people she's going to have there, it's going to be an amazing time. That, that that's what I'm all about. I just I just want to be there with people who also want to be there, and yeah. uh, and seeing all my friends on like, especially my friends on the West Coast who are not necessarily into Metal Gear, but I'll get them to come too. Uh, be a chance to you know because I'm from the UK, I don't get to 
really go to America like all the time and it's difficult to plan a trip and and just go say like oh I've got this friend here I'm just going to go fly over to America and meet them but when I do stuff like this I can I can meet as many people at the same time so it's just I, personally I'm I'm feeling really positive about the whole thing there's so many people too that yeah you've you've got these friends that are just like the online friends that you know otherwise you'd probably never ever meet in person but like this is like the community that I've got, you know, enough friends in that like it's like hell yeah, let's all meet up at this one place and have a good time. And like that, that sounds like actually like a, a good time that I would, you know. Yeah, personally, like I, for me, I, I'm fortunate because there's no situation where I could go to California and have a bad time. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. no matter what. Like I'm gonna I'm just have an yeah, awesome LA's time. LA's fun yeah. as shit. <laughs> but but I, I'm just, you know, I think if you're stressed or concerned about it, that that's fine. Like, I, I just think it's weird to be like, to to say like it's a, a bad idea and you shouldn't do it because of your views on economics or like whatever. Like, that's someone yeah. else's worry. That's yeah, whoever's running it. it right? yeah. <laughs> as long as they're not taking people's money and running off and they're not misadvertising what it is and they don't say they're going to do something and then not do it, that kind of thing. You know, they're not lying to people. As long as they're not, as long as they're earnestly trying to, do the event that they're planning I, I don't really think it's fair to to kind of give them advice and chime in on it like it's just kind of weird to me i guess that's what was really unfair to amanda is like she didn't have anything against her necessarily to deserve that criticism that was just more like general criticism where people were like oh I, I know about fire festival i know about dashcon like you're <laughs> that and it's like oh no, come on yeah like, like- She's not like exactly. So it's 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 you know I think it's in good hands. And, and, yeah, you know you know those fire festival documentaries and the Dashcon documentaries and so on. Do you know who else has watched all those? Amanda, like she thinks that shit's hilarious. Yeah, like she isn't she isn't thinking. Oh, I'm gonna do this. Um, yeah, just like <laughs> just all the best. And yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely get her on here at some point. Yeah, definitely. That was what I was gonna say next. Is hopefully you know in the coming how time between this happens and and now um you know we can have amanda come on the show and give us some more exciting detail so yeah for now you can uh follow that twitter at it's at mgscon all one word but yes slowly details will start trickling about that and you know i think she's in contact with like some of the casting people with metal gear and you know i'm sure to maybe get some of like the voice actors involved and stuff so just keep an eye out for updates and uh should be a good time. Definitely fill out any like feedback form she's got. Like that stuff actually helps with events like this. Uh, oh, you know, yes. or, like our attendance, like roll call stuff. Like you know, that's that's the kind of things that she'd have to show like hotels or whatever venues. Like I've got this many people interested, and they're like, okay, cool, you can do it here. So that's where we're at with this right now. That's our uh, second call to arms for this episode: <laughs> blindfold runs and con shit. If you kind of want to know who she is or anything about it, send her a message. Like she's she's really chill. She's she's uh she's a genuinely just a nice person to be honest. Yeah, she's on Twitter at it's Amanda Lemon. Follow her for MGSCon updates as well. They do have a website too, just MGSCon dot com. That's the uh, general website. Got a oh man, I I, I do love the uh, the little art. By uh oh, that's raspberry on there. <laughs> that's something that's not in the notes. Uh, oh, that's raspberry's memes have I think come into everybody's lives lately and just made it so much better. Those, those designs of snake and everybody else are just so fucking cute. 
yeah, I, I I love her. I love her artwork. It's it it just because it's such like a raw like she's got you know she's going through Metal Gear Solid Three and this is her interpretation of it and I'm seeing it and like I play this game every day and I'm like oh my god that's so true that's so true that's so true when she yeah. she posted she drew one and it was Snake climbing the ladder with the music playing and his stomach's growling and I I have had that experience every day for like <laughs> two years <laughs> it's so good I I I, I don't know it just that make they make me happy. I love when like comics like that come along. Like there's like the High on Daisy back in the day, and just you know all all those classic Metal Gear artists that just did like long running series. I can't wait to see what she comes up with. She's funny as shit. <laughs> she she just, she just finished three, and she's like, oh my god, this series has changed my life. And it's like it's so great that she's just played Solid One, Two, and Three in current year, and she's like, these are the greatest games I've made. <laughs> it's just it's just wonderful that that that. They're timeless and like people are still having that genuine experience with it even now. Yeah, it's it's definitely cool seeing like new generations come into Metal Gear and just like everybody's just, you know, for the most part, the people that play with you know and stick with it, you know, they're pretty like enamored by it. You know, they just they enjoy the fuck out of it. They're like, wow, this is this is one of the coolest things. We're just sitting there like, I've been telling you, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just it's one of those series that seems like the like getting people in like that first little bit. It's like, come on, come on. That that's like the hardest part. <laughs> just pulling up in a van. I want to play some Mel Gear. <laughs> Isn't that what Wes is pretty much doing for folks that are getting into her series? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you've got uh, Wes like teaming up with Oh That's Raspberry doing like voiceover stuff on that. And it's just making it that much better. I hope that keeps going. Yeah, it's been a trip. Did you see that with Otacon and, and Snake? <laughs> He's like, why do you smell like pee? Why do you smell like pee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we pretty much covered all the notes here. Like, lots of lots of very brief but very touchy subjects, I feel. Yep. I feel like a lot of shit has happened, but, like, there's, 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 a, lot of, there's a lot of hope and, like, the, you know, I feel like the best is yet to come with Metal Gear this year. For sure, yeah. I see what uh, you did there. <laughs> that was definitely good. Yeah, it uh, it seems like it's it. You know, with kind of Ami coming out and saying, you know, the games are coming back. That that at least shows us it's like okay, at least there's something there. Like okay, cool. And then you know, the community of course is just fucking carrying it lately. So it's that's always good to see. Metal Gear lives on. I hate when people say Metal Gear is dead. I'm like, no, the fuck it isn't. Legends never die. <laughs> Uh, I've I've just been having like a, a great time recently in this community, and uh, yeah, I'm, I just hope it continues like that. I'm uh, I'm in a really good mood. Yeah, like remixing the track the other day, I was, there, I was like, yeah, Metal Gear like always like makes me like enjoy like it's it's always like fun working on those tracks. It's like the compositions underneath and everything. I don't know, it keeps it keeps bringing me back into it. I'm like, all right, what other one can I do? I don't get tired of covering that series. Yeah, there's still still so many tracks, and it's funny because there's so so much music in the games that occasionally you'll find a track and you'd be like, "Well, I've never I've never heard this before. It's so good." Yeah, it was weird. The other night we were watching that stream where like the person's audio wasn't working all the way, and we were only hearing like the 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 music and like the dialogue was all cut out. So like we were hearing these like tracks that like we had never heard like by themselves before. We're like, "Whoa." Oh, um, I don't know. There's a lot too that I really want to go in and just like sample and kind of like like what Burial did with that, that, you know, like I kind of want to go in and do like some of that stuff where it just, it's like, oh, that's from that part of it, you know, just the really dark orchestral shit. Yeah. 
I've been waiting to kind of get into stuff like that. And mix it up with Ray J. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Happy 35th, y'all. And 32nd. Awkward ass anniversary. Yeah. Happy, uh, happy holidays, y'all. Thanks for joining. Thanks for celebrating with us. Patchy, you got anything else to sign off? Um, I'm, I'm going to get that blindfolded world record. If I don't, if I don't, if by the time you hear this, if I don't have blindfolded tank world record, my name and display picture on Twitter will be Doug Walker. <laughs> he loses his mind, so you don't have to. 